This series is a story about Daniel. He struggled with anxiety and low self-worth. He lived with experiences he didn't understand or could share. That is, until he met me, Leslie. I helped Daniel make sense of his life and harness his power. Within a week, his whole life changed. This program shows what happened and what Daniel learned. Find out how you can do it too. Join Daniel and I as we share how to harness personal growth to transform your world. Welcome to Valuable Insight. Enlightenment is becoming conscious of the unconscious. D.T. Suzuki. You know, for me, Daniel, enlightenment is a process. It's a process of being aware from moment to moment and growing in our consciousness and going through every experience in life and every stage of our life from infancy to childhood to young adulthood to adulthood to our sunset years and being fully aware of that experience. I know yesterday, just when I was thinking in the shower, you know, enlightenment, what is it? You know, all these years of coaching, I'm going, what is it? And I remember hearing Spirit say, it's a process. It is a true process from going from being born, becoming aware of yourself, becoming aware of others around you and their influence of you and on you, becoming a mirror of that, and then going, becoming aware of, I don't really like that influence on me, I'm gonna change it, and becoming aware that you can actually engage with, transform, and change your surroundings. Absolutely. Enlightenment is letting go. Mm. Letting go and coming in. Letting go and coming in. It's stages. You have big things you deal with, you have small things you deal with. Yes. It is learning to let the load off your shoulder disappear and stepping forward to understand something else is going to appear. Mm. Enlightenment is coming into yourself, knowing your true picture of yourself knowing that the past does not affect the future yeah. and how you can move through that. Right. Enlightenment is a huge thing. For my life, I had to enlighten myself to what there is to do, what I have done, and how to meet in the middle. How to become the direct comparison of, okay, this was bad, this was good, but how do I want to think about it? How do I want to turn that trauma, that pain, that anxiety, that depression, into something that's gonna help me move forward. You have to truly enlighten yourself to that. You have to think about, is this something I wanna hold on to for the rest of my life? Is this something that needs to weigh heavy on me? Is this who I am? What defines me? What helps me grow? What helps me move forward? What goals do I have for myself? You have to start from A to B to C all the way down to Z. (laughs) You have to be ready. You have to be hungry. You have to be willing to say, okay, this happened to me, but why did it happen to me? Because the more you linger in a problem, the worse it becomes. Yeah. The more myself, I will give a perfect example. I stress and I stress. (laughs) I have everyday problems that happen. I have things like, oh my gosh, the dog's not eating today. 
Oh yes, I remember. Full panic mode. Full panic mode. Oh my gosh, she's not eating. Let me change his food three different times in an hour. Let and me going, have you asked him? Exactly. Have you talked to him? What's going on with him? Right. That's the biggest thing. You have to just enlighten yourself. Okay, he's not hungry. I get sometimes where I'm like, I don't want to eat either. I don't, I'm not hungry. Mm -hmm. But you have to be willing to see that. You have to be willing to interpret that. You have to be right. willing to know, okay, I failed a math test, but why did I fail that math test? Did I not prepare? Did I not study? Did I have a bad morning? How are you talking to yourself in the morning? How are you looking at yourself in the mirror in the morning? It's all about knowing what's going on around you. Well, it's a creative process. Exactly. It is in a way of starting a new creative endeavor, whatever that might be. A creative endeavor could be starting a recipe, it could be making a painting, it could be having a baby, it could be starting a relationship, it could be a job, it could be going on a hike or a journey. Enlightenment is a creative process from which you go from, from the start to the finish, a place of ignorance to full mastery over and over and over again. And it's okay, as you said, to let go and to start over again. Um, and I think so many ways, people are afraid of that process. Enlightenment isn't something where you're sitting on a rock and <laughs> it's yeah. not, although I wish we all could, you know? I agree. People can be annoying and engaging in life can be tough, but enlightenment is not sitting on a rock by yourself or under a Bodhi tree. It really is birth and death, starting and finishing. It's the beginning and the end mm -hmm. over and over and over again. And being okay with every step of that journey, the uncertainty, the pain, the anguish, the elation, the orgasm, the pleasure, over and over and over again. And also, you made me think of that it's not about attaching oneself to the good or the bad. It's being aware of both of them. Mm -hmm. And it is a process of discernment. Is what I'm going through good? Is what I'm going through bad? And being able to see, for example, a very beautiful person and they're, it's an illusion. They might have ulterior motives, but that beauty is so intriguing. And you think, oh, it's good because it represents the ideal, but it's not. Or something bad like the economy or systematic oppression of people. These are opportunities. Mm -hmm. And even business people, titans of their time, see the opportunity in the negativity, see the, the light in the dark. And it really is a yin and a yang, but also knowing that you are not the yin and the yang. You are the observer of the yin and the yang. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's all about how you see a situation. How are you going to change it? Mm -hmm. How are you going to learn to know that it happened, it can hurt, but I have to move forward? Mm -hmm. I mean, it's, it's, it's a game we all play in life. Do we have to let it affect us so hard? No. Are there traumatic experiences? Yes. But you have to ask yourself, how am I going to learn to loosen the load on my shoulders? Well, does it have to define me? It, absolutely. It does not. Everything you go through does not have to define you. Because they're tiny little things. I used to say, me, myself being gay, defines Daniel. Mm -mm. Does that define Daniel? No. Not, I mean, not more I than maybe happy, your mother. I am bright. Right. I have my life going. Being gay is not who you are. Correct. It's a piece of you. We're all a puzzle on the inside. Putting our pieces slowly together, learning the way, doing what we do best. 
I mean, for me, growing up, it was crazy. Bouncing from country to country, yeah. not knowing what I wanted to do, not knowing what school I wanted to go to. I had a lost direction. What did I want to study? Where did I want to be? What career field did I want to choose? There was so much going on along the trauma of my parents. Mm. So you had all this that. identity of the past mm-hmm. while trying to shape the identity of yourself for some kind of future that you wanted to create, believing that this identity of yourself will create the future. Put me on the path to the job I wanted, where I wanted to be. I didn't think about where I wanted to be. I didn't think about what I wanted to do. I just said, let me just walk a path and do it. Mm -hmm. But it was the wrong way to do it because I still had hurt. I still had pain. I still had everything on the weight of my shoulders thinking I needed to take care of everybody along the way. But Dana wasn't taken care of. I hear that. Because I hadn't opened the door to what I had behind the closet. Oh, I hear that. There was not just one skeleton. There was a whole cemetery in there. (laughs) It was so many things I had to lay to rest before I could finally say, I'm enlightened. And that's what we need to do. We need to say, is this me? Does this have to be me? Did this stage in my life define me? Is this something I need to hold on to forever? How can I cope with it? What can I do to let it go? Mm. I recommend just a journal. Write down a thought. Write down that one thought and say, okay, this affected me because will I choose to let it go further? Is this what I want people to know me for? Mm. And if your answer is no to those questions, you just wrote down a problem solve. You don't have to go back in your journal and reread things and be like, oh my gosh, I'm feeling some type of way. Oh no, I don't read my old journals. Mm -mm, mm -mm. I'm not identifying with that. Absolutely not. But you know what, actually, as I hear you, remember when we first met a week Mm. ago, (laughs) 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 was when... You said, I'm having all these thoughts, and I'm scared. They're scaring me. They're depressing me. They're making me anxious. And I said, well, first of all, are they even your thoughts? Mm -hmm. You may be picking up the thoughts of somebody else. At the end of a very long day, let's say I go to a trade show. Let's say I'm talking to businesses. Let's say I'm talking, oh, I can be going to freaking Lowe's, Home Depot with my kids. And I just hear so many thoughts. At the end of the day, oh, my God. It feels like... In my head, at the end of the day, I have a thousand voices inside my head. Mm -hmm. And it could be thoughts of other people. It could be subconscious beliefs. It could be thoughts of my husband. It could be a spirit. Spirits. (laughs) Just in the car on the way here. I was like, something's wrong with my neck. I feel like stooped over. And you're like, I'm like, what is it? And I was like asking myself, what is this thought? Like, is it a thought? Is it a belief? Is it a fear? Is it a worry? And you were just like, well, is it a spirit? Like a very simple question. And I'm like, oh my God, yeah. And when I figured it out, it was an old neighbor that I grew up with, Miss Anne. And she was a stupid lady. And then once I acknowledged it and felt her presence, then the, the pain went away. So there's a lot of thoughts. They may not even be your own. And associated with those thoughts are these emotive energies with it that make you feel a certain way. And Mm -hmm. the process of enlightenment is recognizing you are not your thoughts. Mm -hmm. And not every single thought you have is yours. Mm -hmm. And and you don't have to label a thought good or bad. It just is. It's information. Mm -hmm. And in the process of enlightenment is informing yourself without attaching yourself to whatever information comes your way. Whether it's a belief a philosophy, the news, current life condition. You don't have to believe in anything. The only thing you got to believe in is yourself. 
And that was 100%. the process. That's the process. It was really like, whoa, you have a lot more power. Don't put all your power in what you hear, what you see, what you think, what you feel. The, you have to know and trust the process. It's just information. You have to know what to do with that information. You have to decide, how am I going to decipher this? What am I going to do with this information? That's the biggest thing you can do. You just have to get your mind in the right spot. Stop yeah. living in that fear and put your best foot forward. Well, we condition ourselves a lot to our family's beliefs. Mm -hmm. Amen. I, I'm half Asian. Oh, boy. There's a whole history of what it is to be Asian, what it is to be an Asian daughter. Mm-hmm. Would um, half European mm -hmm. and French? Oh, there's a lot of beliefs there, a lot of traditions, a lot of things. Am I going to conform myself to those? Or am I going to conform myself to the new millennium? Am I going to conform myself to, oh, I'm in the 99%, I'm not in the 1%. Oh, I'm economically disadvantaged. Is that the story I'm going to tell myself? Okay. Is that what I'm going to believe and identify with? No, ma'am. Why, why do I have to identify with all these things around me? You don't. There's no need to. Do I need to identify myself as straight? No. Why do I have to put a label on myself? I am. I am. I am. Pure consciousness. Pure awareness. Pure being. I'm a life-giving force. And why would I give power in the created when I'm the creator? Mm-hmm. I absolutely agree with that. Because I will not give power to anything but myself. I choose to be who I want to be. Mm. I live in this truth. I tell myself every single day, you were created in your own path. Nobody can stop me from that. Just because society says you're a gay male, you normal gay males are fit. Normal gay males are this. Normal gay males are that. Bye. Bye with that society thought because I'm not about that. You have to be who you are and true to who you are. And you to redefine the meaning. Mm -hmm, you have to show the world that just because you have this specific type, doesn't mean you have to be that specific type. That specific type can branch off and mean multiple things. And that's one thing I learned from the gay world. You can be a person, but we have so many different categories in that group. Like so many different types of ways. You don't have to change who you are for anything. Oh, you just have to see, okay, this is what they're providing me. They're saying, okay, you're a jock, you're skinny, you're a bear, you're chubby. Or you're an otter. And what if I'm in between? Yeah, that's, <laughs> in between's an otter. What if I'm in between an otter and everything else? You know what I mean? So you have to really, you really have to be able to enlighten yourself with that. You have to know what's, what's happening around you. You have to know what's happening in your head. You have to know what's happening in your day-to-day -day life. And you have to soak all this in and redefine yourself. Mm. You have to say, this is who I'm going to be. You're not going to tell me what I need to be because I'm going to be me. Me, myself, and I. The three most important people in my life. Me, myself, and I. And once you find me, myself, and I, nobody can stop you. Mm. Because you are created in an image. What you want to be, where you want to go, and what you want to do is the most important thing. And I feel that deep in my bones. Once you get rid of the past, acknowledge it happened. You don't have to accept it. You don't have to forgive it. Acknowledge it. That's all it needs is it happened. Oh, yes, acknowledgement. Mm -hmm. yeah. You know, it makes me think, as you were talking about the me, myself, and I, and the Bible says God created man in his image. Mm -hmm. And everybody thinks 
that man is created as a white man with a beard sitting on a cloud somewhere. It's a weird concept. But then I I started to repeat it to myself. I was kind of obsessed with understanding what the semantics of that. What does that mean? God created man in his image. And then it hit me one day. God created man in his image. Mm Mm-hmm. So whatever image I project out into the screen of space, of myself, my concept of myself, mm-hmm. how I fit in the world, how I relate to others, my roles, my self-concepts, that's what God creates because I am God, the life-giving force. And Absolutely. I know it's a very big statement to say, but God in you creates you in your image. Mm-hmm. And whatever image you project over there to yourself, whatever story you tell about yourself and the narrative of your life, that's what you're going to get. That's where you're going to go. And that's where you're going to be. You have to think positive. You have to put those thoughts in your head. This is what I want to do. This is what I'm going to do. I do not like when people say, well, maybe. There's no maybe. If you want it, you go for you it. Or you cold. Because I didn't swing a leg over a horse one day and say, well, maybe it'll work out. <laughs> I put in the hard work. Yeah. The drive. I had to balance my schoolwork. I had to balance my home life. I had to balance my barn life. I mean, we didn't even have enough money to afford the boarding. I had to clean 13 stalls before I even got to ride my horse. Wow. There goes 75% of my day just for me to ride for 20 minutes. Wow. And I did it to push to succeed because you have you have that drive in you that wants to do it. You want to go. You're like, I want this. I feel it. Now how am I going to lay the path for it? But it feels like in that state that you're telling me about is that the past doesn't exist. It's only the now. And you're saying yes to the now. And you enter that period of enlightenment. Mm-hmm. It is a, a cycles of enlightenment. Absolutely. Because if I let the past weigh me down, I would be in a whole different situation. If I hadn't enlightened myself to what happened. By acknowledging it. Yeah. Then I would have really felt like, where are we going with this? Like, I would be down. I would probably be depressed. I'd probably be locked in, in, in an insane asylum. Because a lot of things happened in my life that I just couldn't explain, couldn't understand. But I sat down. I talked with my family about some of it. I was like, hey, what exactly happened? Why did this happen? Who's telling the truth? Who's lying? And then it was like, when the truth came out, I was like... So it happened. Okay. Was it a direct reflection of me? Did I cause that problem? Or was it somebody else who caused it and pushed it on me? Mm-hmm. And that's a, a and big I, thing. And did I accept it? Yeah. And will I continue to accept it? Yeah. And even if you did something wrong, if yeah. you feel deep down you did something wrong, ask yourself for forgiveness. Mm-hmm. Say, I did it. I'm sorry. I won't do it again. And just put it behind you. It doesn't have to define you. There are many criminals who commit crimes who are sorry about it and change their lives. If somebody like that can change their life, anybody can change their life because everybody's created in their own image. Mm. You just have to be willing to wake up one day and say, you know what? I'm willing to change it. I want to change. I'm going to change. What will I put forward to make the change? Well, and on top of that, the most important thing is is that I am the force of change. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I think that's the biggest thing people need to know. To enlighten yourself, you have to let go. Acknowledge, let go, live in the ocean. I don't know what you want to do, just do it. <laughs> we have we are in a world of endless opportunities. 
And too much of today's society is not stepping into these opportunities. Oh, that's sad. They're, they're waiting for opportunity to step to them. Right, waiting for it to come. Yeah, because there, you know, there's a lot of things that happen in life. You can have a bad job that went really bad where your boss hated you or your boss felt as you weren't putting your full potential forward. But in reality, your boss is comparing you to somebody else. Somebody previously that they worked with. Somebody that had a huge drive or multiple situations. Whatever story. However you perform is true to you. So don't let anybody else define that. Oh yeah, don't let anybody else define you. Mm -hmm. Don't let anybody tell you this is what you're going to be, this is what you can do. No, because we have endless opportunities of what we can be and can do. If I want to turn around tomorrow and be Big Bird from Sesame Street, I'm going to pick up the phone and I'm going to say, I want to be Big Bird. (laughs) If that's how you want to be, that's what you want to do, do it. If you have that goal and that drive, go for it. So quite simply, enlightenment is knowing that you can start over and Mm -hmm. you know that you can stop. Mm -hmm. It's a process for change because you are the force of change. Mm -hmm. Mm. Acknowledging and moving forward. Okay. Put it to rest. And be your best. <laughs> That's the only thing you can do. There you go. Some real. That's real. <laughs> That's deep. I mean, in life it happens. Put it to rest and be your best. That's the best thing I can tell you. Put it to rest and, and be, be your, your best. best. This is enlightenment. It's a big topic. Next time on Valuable Insight. There are a lot of things in life that you can be very unknowing, not as knowledgeable, not as good at, but who's to say you're weak because of that? She works with that nature. And if, and if that's weakness, and if that's meekness, then count me in. That's why you don't conform to the world. You do you. You find these strengths, these weaknesses. You grow. You continue to grow. 